the drug scenario global regional and national the drug scenario global regional and national substance abuse is one of the greatest global problems many youngsters all over the world have become a prey to this menace when we say that it is a global problem we should realize that drugs are available in any part of the world though drugs are available in any part of the world the intensity of the problem may differ from one country to country further the drugs available may also differ from country to country and place to place for example cocaine is not available in many parts of the world and fanny is available only in goa what we consider as an illegal drug may be considered a legal drug in other parts of the world ganja or cannabis is an illegal drug in india but smoking ganja is just a part of the cultural habit for many tribes in india arak is a legal drug in many states of india whereas it is prohibited and considered illegal in many other states so to have a comprehensive view of the drug problem we should have an idea about the global regional and national drug scenario don't you think it will be interesting to know about the drug trade with all its ramifications how uh, have you ever thought of the money that is involved in the drug trade have you tried to know what the drug mafia is when you read in the newspaper that drug what several crores are confiscated during international smuggling do you realize that it is only the tip of the iceberg drug abuse the international scenario in the 20th century that too only after the second world war the drug menace has become a global problem most citizens and societies encountered drug problem and drug related disorders all of the drug alcohol is the most widely consumed intoxicating substance consuming alcohol has become part of parcel of western culture alcohol is at the center of various problems in the western culture accidents crimes domestic violence social disturbances to name a few aren't you surprised to know that 10 to 15% of the grown up population of the west has alcohol problems no wonder the who general assembly recommended that all nations cut alcohol consumption by 25% by the year 2000 illegal or hardcore drugs are also posing a big problem globally it is estimated that the money involved in illegal hardcore drug trade is second only to global trade in arms medical drugs that is substances to be used as medicines on the prescription of a physician are abused all over the world all these are indicators of some trends worldwide poly drug abuse or use of several intoxicating substances at the same time is also becoming very common all over the world substance abuse has grown to such monstrous proportions that it create untold problems for public health and social order in many countries all over the world there is an increase in the consumption of any type of drug many new substances are hitting the market further though some drugs are popular in some countries different varieties of drugs are available in almost all countries drug addiction has become part of life in many countries and it is no longer a taboo activities of drug syndicates operating internationally have become very common some drugs 
syndicates are so powerful that they threaten the very existence of governments. It is apt to quote that statement made by Mr. Javier Pers de Cuellar, the then Secretary General of UNO, in his opening address to the UN International Conference on Drug Abuse and Illicit Trafficking held in Vienna in 1987. In fact, just as drug addicts lose their health and freedom, so many states are mad by corruption and may even find their independence threatened. International security itself is at stake, for drug trafficking is frequently tied to illegal arms deal, subversion and terrorism. In short, we are confronted by an evil which is not only destroying the human being but also undermining the foundations of the society through corruption and violence. Jonas Hartelius in the booklet The World a Drug Scene has said, a drug syndicate can operate over two or three continents, creating problems for police and customs in many countries. Drugs may be produced in one country, refined in another, smuggled, smuggled through a third, sold in a fourth, and the profits laundered in a fifth. This has created an enormous problem for law enforcement agencies. Concrete efforts to combat this international crime are made by the International Criminal Police Organization, ICPO, Interpol, and World Customs Organization, WCO. Some drug syndicates are very powerful, almost acting as a state within the state. In the countries, they have used their power to corrupt officials, to threaten, intimidate, and murder judges and prosecutors, and to infiltrate political and economic life. Colombia is the most blatant example of the country where the constitutional government has been unable to uphold the law, not even to protect their public servants from attacks by the drug syndicates. The world drug scene is very alarming. The attempts of government and service organizations to prevent consumption or of offering treatment and counseling have not borne the desired effects. Consequently, there have been desperate discussion in various forums of substance abuse. The WHO General Assembly has recommended that all nations cut their domestic alcohol consumption by 25%. Quite ironically, what the world witnesses as we turn the century is an increased production and consumption. From what we have read in the sections earlier, it is clear that substance abuse has become a major global problem. Have you ever thought of this before? The statistics available make some startling revelations. Every organization involved in the fight against substance abuse is aware of enormity of the problem. For example, WHO's 1997 report on cannabis, Cannabis, a Health Perspective and Research Agenda, opens acknowledging a fact. The use of cannabis, a psychoactive substance under international control, is widespread throughout the world. The 1998 annual report on the state of the drug problem in the European Union brought out by European Monitoring, Center for Drugs and Drug Addiction, makes this statement while referring to addicts in the countries of the European Union. One of the strongest associations between illicit drug use and health problems is found among injectors. Although rare in general population, injecting rates range from 10 to 15% to 80% among opiate addicts entering treatment. Injecting drug users, mainly heroin addicts, are many times more likely to die than non-injectors and are at much higher risk from infections, 
infectious diseases such as HIV, AIDS and hepatitis. This statement points to the new dimensions of risk involved in drug taking. The same report while commenting on connection between drug abuse and hepatitis says, Hepatitis and drug injectors, in particular hepatitis C, remains a serious problem with potentially large implications for health services. The extremely high prevalence of hepatitis C in most countries indicates ongoing risk behavior among injectors, much of which is probably unnoticed sharing spoons, cotton and other works. A report brought out by Eurocare shows that in 1996 the alcohol sold to an average person above 15 in France was 14 and a half. According to a study conducted in Canada, 35% of suicides and 60% of homicides are associated with drinking. Another study that the total economic costs of alcohol abuse to the USA for 1990 were estimated to nearly 1 lakh million dollars. Probably, you have been wondering whether the world is just a silent helpless spectator to the havoc caused by addiction. No is the answer. There has been a concreted effort of governments, UNO and WHO and different service organizations in the fight against substance abuse. Accepting addiction as a disease, many service organizations beside working for prevention offer treatment and rehabilitation services. Countries like Singapore and Malaysia have tightened their illegal and legal girdle and give very harsh punishment to drug-related offenses. For example, in Singapore, for, un for unauthorized traffic in cocaine, where the quantity is not less than 20 grams and not more than 30 grams, the punishment given is maximum 30 years imprisonment and 15 strokes, minimum 20 years and 15 strokes where the quantity involved is more than 30 grams the offender is given death penalty but even in such a small country with such a severe punishment in 1991 3823 persons with drug problem were admitted for treatment this shows that in spite of all attempts to prevent it substance abuse continues to be festering menace in the modern world jonas Hartelius, in his book, has expressed his concern over the failure of welfare strategies to handle the drug problem. In spite of the enormous sums spent on various forms of treatment, care, counseling, etc., inside the and outside the public welfare system, lasting effects have been hard to prove. Treatment and similar measures have a humanitarian value. They are necessary to save lives. These measures do not, however, solve the public health problems associated with drug abuse. Drug problems continues to be the most serious threat to the medical care and public insurance system. In some circles, there is a growing welfare bum out. That is, a diminishing interest in a welfare policy to provide a comprehensive service for all citizens. The costs are seen as too high and the results are regarded as too insubstantial. In the extreme, this attitude will lead to live and let die attitude, that is a laissez-faire doctrine, where it will be seen as the responsibility of the individual and of the family to take care of the relatives and neighbors. The duty of protecting the individual from the hazardous of drug abuse will then shift from society to the family. 
to the clan to the local community to the corporation and to the parish the mounting welfare crisis has however not yet led to a search of new perspective or strategies for dealing with drug abuse it is estimated that a total of 246 million people or one out of 20 people between the ages of 15 and 64 years used an illicit drug in 2013 that represents an increase of 3 million over the previous year but because of the increase in the global population illicit drug use has in fact remained stable the magnitude of the world drug problem becomes more apparent when considering that more than 1 out of 10 drug users is a problem drug user suffering from drug use disorder or drug dependence in other words some 27 million people or almost the entire population of the country the size of malaysia malaysia are problem drug users almost half 12.19 million of the those problem drug users inject drugs and an estimated 1.65 million of those who inject drugs were living with hiv in 2013 this places a heavy burden on public health system in terms of prevention treatment and care of drug use disorder and their health consequences only one out of every six problem drug users in the world has access to treatment as many countries have a large shortfall in the provision of services the annual number of drug related deaths estimated at 187100 in 2013 has remained relatively unchanged an unacceptable number of drug users continue to lose their lives prematurely often as a result of overdose even though overdose related deaths are preventable world drug report 2015 drug abuse the regional scenario in previous section we had a glimpse of the global drug problem but the problem is not uniform throughout the world that is the nature of problem associated with substance abuse is not the same in all parts of the world it may vary from region to region nation to nation and culture to culture we can look at it from different angles for example in a country like india the drug that is posing a great problem is alcohol india further lying between the drug producing countries known as golden triangle myanmar laos thailand and golden crescent iran afghanistan pakistan serves as a transit point in international drug smuggling further the drug trade on india's western border is responsible for the various subversive activities and terrorism in the same way due to cultural differences the way a man looks at substance abuse is also different cannabis smoking is an accepted practice among certain tribal cultures in india whereas in usa marijuana smoking ganja smoking is posing a big problem quite strangely and sadly many in the uk demand that cannabis or ganja should be declared a legal drug substance abuse is as old as human culture and every culture has its own drugs a drug was consumed as part of religious rite or at times with a view to establish contact with the supernatural powers in third world countries substance abuse has a close link with poverty when there are some good signs of restriction and demand reduction in the developed countries addiction in the underdeveloped countries adds to the already existing problem of malnutrition and problems connected with healthcare 
drugs in underdeveloped countries act as a hurdle for development and a cause that accelerates economic retardation the law is also different from country to country in india possession of cannabis or ganja is an offense whereas in uk it is not as mentioned earlier possession of hardcore drugs in singapore in the case of cannabis above 500 grams attracts capital punishment in many of the underdeveloped countries offenders of drug laws and addicts are treated like any other criminal maybe due to poverty in many of the third world countries the legal machinery does not think of treatment and rehabilitation in singapore for example there is a deterrent drug law though enforcement action compulsory treatment and rehabilitation there is compulsory supervision together with after care and preventive education provided in the drug law imprisonment flogging and death penalty are the possible punishments for offenders anyone who is found through medical examination to have consumed drugs can be made to undergo treatment and rehabilitation for a period of up to 36 months in many of the western world countries a lot of concern is shown by the law enforcing authorities to drug addicts half way homes treatment and rehabilitation centers run by the government and needle exchange programs sponsored by the government exemplify five this concern let's talk about drug abuse the indian scenario after going through the earlier sections certain question would be coming up in your mind is substance abuse a big problem in our country if so what are the drugs that are commonly abused abused by the indians does our culture allow the intake of drugs is there any effective preventive or curative measure what is the harm done to our nation by the international drug trafficking as an involved student or learner of this topic it is quite natural that you raise such questions this section will try to answer these questions it is hoped that after you listen to this section you will be able to compare the india drug scene with the rest of the world as a responsible citizen of india you will even plan some strategies to combat the drug menace let us uh, hear about real story of indian youth as given in the preface written by brick nazareth to the book the psychotic drug menace published by shakti ravindra singh was the son of brigadier gyan singh who led the first indian expedition team to mount everest in 1960 brigadier gyan singh's interest in outdoor life and in the development of youth persists to this day he had started the national adventure foundation with youth adventure clubs all over india ravi was lucky to be born into a good healthy family environment in which his parents tried to give him the best of everything ravi went to one of the best schools he was a boarder in the mayo college ajmer formerly a college for princes which had the best principal the reputed educationist jtm gibson a keen skier and mountaineer who had also been the principal of dune school ravi himself was highly talented and he had creative abilities and yet and yet ravi got hooked on psychotropic drugs he started as a young boy smoking a bd which he had found on the road late in the night then he started smoking cigarettes because it gave him the feeling of being grown up and he thought it seemed smart by the time he had reached the middle house 
he was a hashish smoker and he used to jump the bounds of the school with other boys to indulge in it when his mother came to see him in school he began to avoid her company he then started to sell his possessions to buy hashish and by the time he came to the final class he had crossed the point of no return in hashish smoking after 11 years in mayo college he was a dropout and the cascade to ruin started he joined other freaks and began peddling expensive drugs like morphine and heroin to get money to buy his drugs he took his first injection of smack heroin and became an instant addict he was now no longer interested in hashish smack created a terrible dependence which had to be supported so he started stealing and peddling hashish valium mandrax and other strong drugs he now lived in a junky world and started on lsd and he avalanched into utter degradation at this point he realized the need of changing his ways he went back home and with the support and love of both his parents he received prolonged medical attention and was rehabilitated and he involved himself in useful social work he decided to publish his experience for the benefit of young people and he produced a book seven was a drug addict oriented paperbacks this is a book which every young person should read but alas he was not to finish the book and an extremely poignant postscript to it had to be written by his father ravi slipped into the drug habit again and he wrote the terrible words now i am a junkie again and i guess i am going to die a junkie the saying once a junkie always a junkie is very true ravi went back into the junkie world and died in a junkie den at the age of 21 what a waste of a good life this real story shows that anyone in india can get hooked now say whether drug addiction is a real problem in india or not in india tobacco alcohol cannabis ganja opium derivatives cocaine and prescription drugs are abused in short all the drugs that you see in other countries are found in india but some drugs are more popular and accepted as compared to others use of tobacco is very common in india it is used for chewing smoking and snorting tobacco use is accepted even in family circles and is very popular with the poor tobacco chewing is very common and especially with pan it is accepted in most families smoking is also very common in india and people sitting around a hookah and smoking is a very common sight in some parts of north india cigars are produced in large quantities and exporting them fetches good revenue to the government though we don't see snorting to be that common in the western world using snuff is popular in india alcohol is also very popular with the indian mass toddy arak fanny and indian made foreign liquor belong to this class very often we read of who tragedies in the newspaper do you know what that is long back do you remember a village in central kerala called vaipin getting almost wiped out on an onam day due to illicit liquor why do such tragedies occur people crave 
for stronger and cheaper liquor so much that they brew their own liquor illegally and very often such liquor turns out to be poison though there are stringent laws to prevent illicit brewing it is highly lucrative cottage industry in india a sad part of this industry is that many children and women are involved in it both in production and marketing toddy tapping has been popular with the indians from time immemorial the tamil sage poet tiruvalluvar who lived almost 2000 years ago has written 10 couplets on avoiding toddy toddy tapped from the palm trees is very popular in south india toddy consumption is part of festivities arak is very popular within the common folk and it is a legal drug in some states it is even manufactured distributed and sold in retail by the government itself in some states you see many liquor shops with a board imfl retail shop do you know the expansion of imfl imfl stands for indian made foreign liquor all that it means is varieties of liquor popular in foreign countries especially the west but manufactured in india beer brandy gin whiskey rum wine vodka etc belong to this class fanny is a popular drink of goa it fetches a lot of revenue to the government and is a big tourist attraction cannabis or ganja as it is popularly known in india is an illegal drug but is very popular cannabis is illegally cultivated in large quantities and smuggled out of the country a part of it is locally consumed in some tribes of north india ganja smoking is just a part of their cultural and religious celebrations ganja smoking is popular with the youth especially the students in india it is sad to note that the fight against it has not drawn the required attention as it has in the usa the other hardcore drugs opium derivatives and cocaine are also becoming popular among the youth in india especially in cities you should get hold of india today of april 5 1999 the cover page of which says dangerous drugs like cocaine ecstasy and acid for the young and rich in metros are the new kicks on the block very often we read in the newspaper about the confiscation of heroin and brown sugar and most of them are confiscated when they are smuggled in or about to be smuggled out as mentioned earlier in india india is a transit point in the drug trafficking as the drugs are smuggled through india naturally a part of it reaches the local market too and our youth easily get hooked at the beginning of this section a question was raised does our culture allow the intakes of drugs culturally drugs are not alien to india as we look closer we understand a very clear link between religion and use of drugs when we read the early religious texts of india there are many references to the drugs indian vedas speak of two types of intoxicating drinks namely soma which was popular with gods and sura which was popular with men sura was stronger of the two but soma was a drink that was respected soma became a part of vedic sacrifices and was drunk by priests we can also read in the ancient books that man in his attempt to attain the special state of ecstasy and union with god used drugs the priests in order to get the ecstasy to be the mediator between god and man consumed drugs 
Vatsyana, the author of Kama Sutra, while prescribing the 64 arts to a perfect woman, says that women should know to prepare alcoholic drinks with appropriate essence and coloring so that they can make their husbands favorable to them. So culturally, Indians are in no way averse to taking drugs and alcoholic beverages. We have to ask another question today. Can a poor country like India afford to waste so much of money on drugs? I hope by now you have realized that the sensible answer to this question is no. In India, addiction has a close link with poverty as well as suppression of women. Man, especially from the lower strata of society, struggles in India even for a square meal a day. Many of the Indian live below the poverty line. With poor houses and slums and without proper hygienic environment, the poor man in India faces many health hazards, eventually taking drugs adds to his health problem. Moreover, in variated men very often indulge in wife battering. Women are subjected to a lot of physical and mental torture and very often addiction is the root cause of domestic violence. In India, serious thoughts has been given to the link between poverty and addiction. Alcohol is at the center of the poor man's suffering and pain. Very often it is found that alcohol consumes a major part of poor India's hard earned money. A poor Indian living in a slum doesn't have the means even to fulfill his basic needs, food, clothing or housing. When such a person drinks, it is obvious that he is doing so at the expense of other needs, health, education of children, etc. Professor Shekhar Saxen of All India Institute of Institute of Medical Sciences, New Delhi, while speaking at WHO Conference Paris 1995, says, not every poor person drinks, but if he drinks, the money comes from cuts made in food and education for children. Drinking by men is a frequent cause of malnourishment and school dropout among children and a vicious circle of poverty, violence and disease in the family. Professor Saxena's statement should be taken seriously as a warning to the Indian society. The statement is prophetic in that it makes makes clear that poverty alleviation in India is an impossibility unless one vows to fight against addiction. Are there sufficient laws to check drug abuse in India? What is the punishment given to offenders? How is drug trafficking handled by the law enforcement authorities? Why not implement prohibition throughout India? These are the questions which you may be raising now. In India, it is the state government that has to decide on prohibition. Indian Penal Code is strong enough to handle drug abuse, illicit distilling, trafficking in illegal drugs, etc. are punishable with fines or imprisonment or with both, depending on the severity of the offense. Mahatma Gandhi, the father of the nation, waged a crusade against alcohol as he was convinced that drinking was a deadly enemy for poor men. But quite ironically, most of the states in India are not dry. Further, the state government has monopoly over the distribution of alcohol. It is the state government that has to decide which type of alcohol is to be sold in that state. The government has a fewer arguments for lifting prohibition. One of the reasons given is that the sale of liquor fetches good revenue to the state, tax on alcohol and the money obtained through the auctioning retail outlets add to the income of the government. Government naturally asks the question, what else will compensate for the loss of finance incurred 
due to the implementation of dry law? You may be aware of the fact that in the recent past, Andhra Pradesh experimented with total prohibition only to lift it later. The government also comes forward with the argument that in a country where unemployment is rampant, production, distribution and sale of alcohol offers employment opportunity to many. If the alcohol industry comes to a grinding halt, who will rehabilitate those who lose their jobs? One bitter lesson that we, haven't, uh, we have to learn from time to time is that restrictions on the availability of liquor in the open market leads to illicit distilling that leads to huge tragedies resulting in the death of many all said one feels that in india much money is wasted on alcohol and drugs the indian youth are today exposed to all kinds of hardcore drugs ganja smoking is very common brown sugar and heroin are easily available Cocaine, which was not available in India, is now available in the cosmopolitan cities. So, what is the best policy that we can suggest to the Indian youth? We should always aim at total temperance and the new generation should be taught to say no to drugs. So, here it was a journey as it were for you to different parts of the world to have a peep into the drug menace in these places. You would have also realized that no part of the world is spared of this social problem. You should also have understood that countries adopt different methods of prevention but in spite of that substance abuse continues. Did you not feel that a developing country like India cannot afford to waste money on substance and that a fight against drug abuse should be taken up on war footing? Don't you think that the speech of Professor Shekhar Saxena referred to in 4.4 of this session will be reverberating in the hearts of the reader? Maybe as you undergo this learning, you will pledge to fight against substance abuse.